0: You are listening to the iBuyer experiment on the best day ever because we have yeah. Levi Lassick in the house. Hi, oh, Levi. Cool. Welcome, Levi. What's up? Oh my goodness, <laughs> you guys. This guy is legit. He is the creator of the Living in Dallas YouTube channel. All right. They started in December of 2020, so it's not even been a full year. They have over 353,000 views, oh. over 40,000 watch hours. Over 4,400 subscribers, and hey, most importantly, they can source 25 million dollars in real estate business directly to their channel. Welcome, Levi. What's up, Levi?
1: That's insane! Thank I mean, you, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Wow, yeah, so talk, about, talk about return on investment right there! <laughs> wow, eight, absolutely, nine, eight, nine months of hard work and uh, 25 million dollars in production. Sign beautiful, me up, bro. Beautiful. Sign me up,
2: yeah.
0: So Levi, just that, that's incredible, quite the list. Uh, I just, I, I'm so happy you're here today. I did a little recon. I went onto YouTube and I searched just living in Dallas, not even mm-hmm. looking for your channel. And you were the second video that came up and your video, the way you crafted your message, everything just sucked me in. I mean, you were answering the questions that people are thinking in the back of their heads. And I'm like, dude, you're really smart and you're onto something. I want you just to share with us what inspired you to double down on YouTube.
2: Yeah. Thanks again for having me. It's a honor. So it was, um, uh, and great to meet you all in person actually as well. So yes. that was an amazing, uh, opportunity. So it was one of those things where going into 2021, uh, you know, the Q3, Q4 of 2020, I was, I just, I didn't want to dabble in all social media. You know, it was one of those things where I wanted to find a strategy that I could go all in on, but I wanted to attract business. The last thing I wanted to do is I didn't want a cold call, I didn't want a door knock, I didn't want to spend a ton of money on advertising. And I knew I could attract business through social media, but I wasn't really sure what would be the best platform to do that. Now the the normal noise was Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and, you know, just those those types of platforms. Well, I did my research initially on those as well, because I'll be honest, I'm not a big, I wasn't big on social media before, uh, because I've always just been kind of an in-person, you know, meet and greet type of, face to face type of person. But I knew, you know, going into it, I needed to change strategies. I wanted to attract the right, attract the business. I wanted people calling me, Mm -hmm. and so. Uh, I dug into Facebook, Instagram, it just nothing really set right with me. So I do what I always do. When I want to learn something, I buy as many books as I possibly can on the subject. I read them as fast as possible. I watch as many YouTube videos as I can uh, as fast as possible. I just go all in. I don't really do anything else, you know, no recreational activities or anything. And I believe you can really hard learn a subject within one to two months at a very extremely fast pace. If you just submerse yourself, Um, you know, read three to five books, watch a lot of YouTube videos, um, maybe even read some blogs. And so when I just came across uh, a book, it's actually behind me by Benji Travis and Sean Cannell, uh, one of the top selling YouTube books called YouTube secrets, uh, actually, which will be featured in now in their revision edition, uh, which is absolutely amazing. Yeah, Yeah. so uh, yeah, it's crazy. So, and the thing is, is that he talked about in there about answering questions on YouTube you know and he actually started out at, with a real estate channel 10 years ago and it ended up leading to him getting a deal with um uh with uh fannie mae uh for, you know for their listings and he ended up doing a hundred transactions in a year uh because of his youtube channel and so you know that just kind of sparked the the thought that i was like okay you can kind of attract this business and so i that just led me down one rabbit hole after another i started looking at all types of real estate content on youtube uh, about other real estate books or uh, youtube books some there are a couple of books actually on real estate um, and youtube as well they don't really go into a lot of depth but it was enough for me to understand a concept and kind of say okay i think i have a good game plan of what i want to do so then i started to learn youtube and understand the platform and that's what's really key as well as is, is youtube i believe is the most powerful platform out there but it's also probably the most complicated to understand mm-hmm. because there's so much on the back-end analytics and seo that you've got to learn and so i took about two months just dove in once i decided youtube was it and studied everything i possibly could for those you know those two months and then i put together a business plan basically which You know the thing is is if you treat youtube like a hobby it'll pay you like a hobby if you treat youtube like a business it'll pay you like a business and so you know put together a plan don't just go in the people that struggle are the ones that go in and just kind of half you know half-ass it the whole way or they just dabble around or they sit there and they don't under you know they're like oh everyone's posting about their cookies and their lunch i don't understand how this works (laughs) well if you look at it from that standpoint you'll never get there and so I understood the back end, how how to make it work. And then ultimately, you know, you have the best opportunity to get your videos ranked if everything on the back end is done properly. And so that's what I really dug into and then started to create that content. And I just didn't start putting out content. I put together a plan of content of my first 20 to 40 videos to make. And then ended up filming um, the first uh, 10 to 15 first before I even published one. And that was just Mm -hmm. all kind of part of the strategy, because I think where most people get stuck is they get excited. They put out a video or two. Then they life happens. You know, life happens. um, (laughs) Health happens. uh, Every real estate happens. Everything happens. They get caught up they get stuck in the grind again. Uh, it's the hamster wheel, which, yep. Hey, you know, if See you're it. doing business or busy, that's, that happens to a lot of us, but you have to be strategic about it. And so I had a month's worth of content ready to go before we even published the first video. And then from there, I've always been ahead on the content. I've always been out to where it doesn't matter what comes up. I mean, actually, um, this, this last two weeks I, I caught COVID oh, <laughs> and, no. uh, oh, no. and oh. so, yeah, I didn't even, uh, but I was scheduled out for almost three weeks on my content already. So it didn't matter, even though it, it kind of took me down and I'm a very healthy person, you know, it took me out for a good three or four days. And then another three or four days, I just wasn't in the mood you could say, to do, to do anything. And so, uh, you know, I still had that content publishing. It was already ready to go and it was good to go. You know, the other thing is, is I can go on vacation, I go mm-hmm. on vacation or I can go to Atlanta, like where I met you guys, I can go to a conference. And I'm not worried about lead generating because YouTube is constantly lead generating for me. Yep. It is, you know, the thing is, is that uh, two things I think are really there. Actually, there's a lot of things powerful about YouTube, but to me, number one is that Warren Buffett says you'll, you'll never be rich unless you can make money in your sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I believe that with uh, lead generation, you'll, you'll always have a job uh, if you're, stuck to lead generation unless you learn how to lead generate in your sleep. And so yeah, otherwise, real estate is just a job. It's not a business, but it's a business if you have a constant lead generation platform that is going. And that's the thing is that uh, you saw in my presentation, you know, we have 50, 60 people watching YouTube videos of ours at two or three or four in the morning. And so I don't know who's watching real it's estate videos scale. at that time. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's ultimate scale. But they are. So, so that's number one. But number two, it compounds your time. The other, the the, right, the eighth uh, wonder of the world is compound interest. Mm. Well, YouTube, to me, is the only platform that compounds your time because even if it takes you two hours to make a video, as soon as that video is watched two hours in one minute, you've made a net profit on your time, right? And so when you look at uh, 40,000 watch hours on our channel, that is watch hours. So you can directly equate an hour to twenty four hours in a day. So wow. forty thousand hours is is almost four and a half years. Is yeah. four and a half years. So I have literally prospected <laughs> four and a half years in the last yeah. eight months. That's awesome. That's and awesome. that's the way that's the way I look at it. We average almost 10 days In one day we have enough watch hours that is almost equal to 10 days of prospecting. You tell me, is the real estate agent next door to me ever gonna catch me whenever they're cold calling for two hours a day and my prospecting is generating 10 days a day, Mm -hmm. right? Right. So that to me is the most powerful aspect of it right there. And uh, I don't know, does that answer your question a little bit? Yeah, well, and (laughs) you know, the other thing
1: I really love about your channel, right? And I mean, you know, just like Kayla, kind of doing a little bit of background, and even when in Atlanta is just how much personality that you guys have been able to pull off within your channel, right? Not only does it show that, that you know the mental property, that you're a, for, a foremost known authority in your particular area and people want to work with you, but the whole goal is people will work with you when they know you, like you, trust you. And before that first phone call ever even happens in that direct engagement, they feel like they know you like you, trust you because of that watching you one, two, three, four hours. And you delivering delivering the content. So again, I, I think it's it's brilliant, and just watching what you guys have done, and uh, in, in the short time that I've been aware of it, is I'm envious, man. Levi, so tell envious. us tell us um <laughs> tell us how you get your how you how you come up with your content. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm
0: curious. Yeah. About.
2: Well, at first it uh, yeah, at first it's all research because that's the great thing about YouTube is YouTube is the second largest search engine behind mm-hmm. Google, and of course Google. And YouTube will tell you what people are searching for. So you simply have to look for what people are searching for in Dallas, Texas. You could do the same thing if you owned a software company. I don't know if you know anybody that owns a software company, but if um, <laughs> if, you, if you did, you would look for a relevant topics that, that people are trying to get their, their questions answered about your particular software. And you would make content that is catered towards that. So ideally, what I look for is what's being searched the most first. And, you know, that's the easiest way to start out your channel, because if you create a channel based on your own content or yourself, it's going to take a very long time for people to find you because you're making that content about yourself. Mm. It's it's kind of what I call the difference between service-based or selfish-based content. Mm. And so if it's if it's selfish based that that doesn't mean you're being you know you're you're intentionally being selfish it just means that hey you're you're trying to talk about yourself or your or your your product however if people don't know you or know who you are, it's going to be very difficult for them to find them. But if you, if you look for what they're searching for and Google and YouTube tells you exactly what they're searching for, it's a no brainer. Now, once you start to develop an audience and you start to understand your audience, then you can adjust your content accordingly. Now, like now I know what type of videos I can make that are going to resonate with my audience. But in the beginning, I didn't make a single video I wanted to make. I made all my videos based on search results and That is an evergreen strategy as well. You'll always turn over new clients because there's always going to be somebody new searching for that content. And see, the thing is, is that also, I believe that your audience, uh, a lot of my audience is not my audience until they become my audience, which (laughs) means uh, there's a lot of recommendation and uh, built into YouTube, right? So YouTube's whole goal is to predict what videos the the viewer will watch watch the most. Well, if I've got somebody in California or Arizona that has no uh, interest in Dallas real estate at all whatsoever, YouTube will never know to recommend them Dallas content. But the second that person gets a job transfer or they get approved to work remotely and they're they're tired of high taxes or lockdowns or whatever it is they're, yeah. they wanna get out of their state for, as soon as they start thinking Texas, they're going to search Dallas. And just like you said, what you found, our videos, most of my videos will pop up uh, at least three out of the top five um, searches, and most people make their decision based within the top five videos that show up in, in YouTube. You search any suburb in Dallas, and we pretty much own two to That's three, awesome. sometimes four of those those top slots. So we automatically look like the authority.
0: Now, did you Very focus cool. all the
1: efforts on YouTube on that, or did you go snag any like specific URLs to help with like you know the way that that you know that works between Google and YouTube, things like that? Did you get, Did you think down the road, or think any moves that so way? Have tags, right? You have all yeah. the tags on the
2: YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, I, I created what I like to call the SEO loop. And so, for those that don't know, you know, SEO is search engine optimization. And so, um, yeah, we have living in Dallas, uh, Texas is the channel. Then I have living in TX. Uh, which is our WordPress blog site. So of course, everything we backlink on a separate blog and then embed our YouTube videos on there. And then um, I name our Google, our Google My Business uh, page is living in Dallas, Texas. And we average, uh, this last month, we averaged 7,000 searches. We were found wow. 7,000 times wow. just on our Google My Business page because people are searching living in Dallas, Dallas Texas. Texas. Nobody's searching Levi Lassic. Yeah. Real estate agent, <laughs> Dallas, Texas. Nobody's searching that, but it's they're searching living, what's it like to live in Dallas, Texas. Right. And our Google My Business page pops up there, number one. And then we also link that on the back end to Pinterest, which Pinterest is a search engine as well. We I get over 1,500 views per month just on our Pinterest page. And that links to the blog site. The blog site ultimately directs back to YouTube. The Google My Business directs back to YouTube. I mean, YouTube is the end goal. That's where we want people to ultimately go because they'll consume video. But otherwise, everything's kind of back channeled that way. And then that's all search engine related. And so it all communicates to each other as well. So I believe that's another reason why we just, you know, show up anywhere whenever you search Dallas, Texas.
0: Very cool. Excellent strategy. I mean, I get so excited about this. I think that you well, here's the thing. And I think you mentioned this when we were in Atlanta and Elliot and I had the the privilege of of listening to you speak and you gave an awesome presentation. And I I remember going, okay, this guy is legit. He's smart. He knows what he's doing. You have the results. I think that a lot of real estate agents set out to start a YouTube channel or they set out to make content. And I love Jason's question and your answer was amazing. You have to make the content that the viewer will watch, not the content that you want to make. Right. And so Mm -hmm. that was a key takeaway for me. And then obviously you're using, I would imagine TubeBuddy, I think is what you said you used to kind of research. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're kind of reverse engineering what that person is going to watch and then you're making your content accordingly. And you're batch creating content or was that just initially because you said when you first started you recorded like 20 videos initially and then you released them slowly. But as you as you've gone on, do you still batch create your content?
2: Uh, Yeah, to a certain extent. So if I go out and about, you know, I do different types of videos, either I'm out in the neighborhood, or I do it from my office, is the really the kind of the two main ones. So if I go out in a neighborhood, I mean, Frisco, which is Frisco is the most popular suburb in the Dallas area. And it's about 25 minutes from myself. So if I go out there, I'm going to try to make two or three videos while I'm Yeah, I'm Am I coming through okay? Yes, uh, yes. Okay, yeah, so I, uh, I'll i try to make, I'll make two or three videos while I'm out there just to save myself travel time if I'm actually gonna be in the field, so to speak, you know? And so same thing with uh, when you're in your office, if I have two or three topics for my office videos, I, I mean, I've recorded three to five videos in one day in my office, just because, you know, once you get in the in, in the groove, it's easy to, to stay in the groove And so, you know, if you knock out one, you can knock out another one and usually another one. And plus uh, I tend to just block uh, Tuesdays and Thursday afternoons. And because Tuesday afternoons just doesn't seem like there's usually a lot going on at that time, but at the same time, I guess not because I block it. So therefore nobody can schedule anything on Tuesday afternoons anyway. So uh, that's just, uh, I felt was a good downtime to block that time. And it's just like anything else. If you give it priority and you make time for it, then you'll have time to do it. And if you can record two or three videos, you know, um, that's going to give you one or two, or, you know, just depending on how much you publish. I mean, if you publish once a week, you you record three videos, you're good for three weeks. Right. So it just depends on what your, your schedule is. You got to pick a schedule that's, that's good for you and is going to work that you can commit to and stick to. And then, you know, adjust your, your timing now. Like I'm, again, I stay two to three weeks out on, um, on my my uh, filming, so my editor always has something to work on, and I know that I'm I'm good to go, and so I'm not worried about. Um, I'm actually going to Seattle this weekend, and I'm actually meeting with Benji, and I'll be on his channel for an interview. Um, you know, which is a big deal. I mean, their channel has over seven hundred thousand uh, subscribers just wow. on that YouTube channel that we're interviewing on, yeah. and so. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'll go there and I'll, I'll be relaxed. I'll be cool. I'll, I'll have a good time because I'm not worried about creating content. I'm not worried about lead yeah. generation. Actually, when I had COVID, I think we had more leads come in <laughs> that week whenever I was, I was out. And so, um, it is just funny how that works. And, funny. and so that, that's the thing you don't have to worry about.
1: So you touched on, uh, editing there now. I know you have like, um, a, you know, an editor that you send it out to, but I have two, a two part question for you. So mm-hmm. editing is one piece, right? Cause you obviously want to create good capturing, entertaining content, which editing does wonders for that. So if you could speak to that. Yep. And the second part of the question is how do you like the camera angles, right? Cause I see you ca- you, that you have a lot of angles that you capture, right? That you can't edit your angles. And so speak to those things. How did you learn that? How did you adopt that? And what recommendations can you make?
2: Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I think, uh, editing number one is, is, uh, you know, I'm a salesperson, I'm an agent, I'm i I'm a, you know, a marketer, you could say, but one thing I'm not is an editor. And so I knew from the get go, that was not something I was willing to number one, spend my time on. I, I wasn't interested in it. Number one. And if you're not interested in something, you're not going to be good at it. Uh, number two, it's kind of like uh, Gary V says, you're not lazy. You're just not interested in what it is you're yeah. doing. So Uh, which I thought is very powerful. Um, Yeah, because if you're interested in something, you'll work on it and you'll work on it for 18 hours a day. Right. Right. Um, But I just knew, number one, I'm not interested in editing. Number two, it would take me 10 hours, what it would take an editor, half an hour to do. Uh, And so number three, and it's just not the best use of my time. And so from the very beginning, that was the only expense that I had, you know, to start the YouTube channel. But very quickly, we had a, uh, we actually have a mortgage team that pays for our editing now. And so awesome. that's actually a zero cost because now we refer them so much business, right. They're happy to pay for that expense. So that's something you can do, um, you know, to, to zero out that cost or talk to a title company or, partnership. um, you know, yeah, any type of partnership there. So, uh, camera angles. I mean, if I'm in the field, that's, uh, that's something I know that in, in, uh, in film, It's called pattern interrupts you know it's called jump cuts those types Mm -hmm. of things anything that can keep the viewers attention they say that's anywhere from three to five seconds i think sometimes that seems a little excessive but um if i'm out in the field you know i'm holding a camera on a little stick and so sometimes just switching that from hand to hand Gives it. I've actually had people comment. They're like, "Quit! You make me too dizzy, you know, because <laughs> I switch back and forth." Uh, but I do that on purpose sometimes. Um, not just because my hand gets tired, but because I'm actually switching up angles. From that standpoint, it's very simple to do that. Uh, in the office, I really, I really only use one camera. So if that comes into the editing. That um, you know, the the editor can like zoom in on angles, like mm-hmm. zoom in two or three times, mm-hmm. or. Uh, you can jump cut. Like you can even edit out. Sometimes I'll say, edit out my swallows. You know, if I, if I sit there and go, you know, and just that little swat, that's, that's like a, a split second, but it gives a, a little bit of a cut. And if you haven't noticed this before, you'll probably notice it now. If you've ever watched a video, a talking head video and you just see little cuts, but it looks like somebody's still clearly they didn't mess up. Right. Because the conversation is still very continuous, but there's like little cuts that usually happens every three to five seconds because they're they're doing a pattern interrupt or they might be editing out swallows or, you know, just things like that just to keep the viewer's attention. But we also tend to use B-roll, um, which is, you know, I'm always talking about the community yeah. or a house or something like that. So anything we can add in just as an overlay, um, then that that that's a pattern interrupt as well.
1: Yeah. And just like rip the audio and have a vo- uh, voiceover on that B-roll. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Very cool.
0: Very cool. Oh my goodness. So much value being oh, yes. served up. And you know, here's the thing. If you are listening or watching and you are thinking, I want to go all in on YouTube like Levi did. Levi, Levi I think that you have a course that um, you can like just share with us. What do you have for us if we're wanting to kind of go deeper the with course? you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, if, if anybody wants to go to the real agents and that's R E E L like a movie reel, yeah. uh, go to the Realagents.com. Uh, You know, we have a 20 minute, it's just a 20 minute uh, uh, video sales letter. And, you know, it's a, it's just, we kind of walk you through how the origin story and just um, actually when we filmed that, <laughs> the call to action was a hundred thousand dollars in a hundred days because that's Uh. what we did in in the first hundred days of the channel so actually i can't wait we're going to refilm that at the end of the year and i can't imagine what the numbers will be at that time Um, but uh yeah if you go to realagents.com and that's r-e-e-l then you know it's 20 minute overview and there's an option to schedule a call and so that's it you know i'm not here to sell anything to anybody we always have a, a, a give you the option to schedule a call because we want to talk to agents about improving their business first and seeing if we're even a good fit. You know, we're not, I'm not saying we're the the end all be all for everybody. And the thing is, is that YouTube may not be the answer for everybody either, but you know, we've got other things that we can help implement. It just depends. You know, ultimately we, we just want to have a discussion and see if we can help someone improve their business first. Um, and then, and then we get into, you know does that look like a partner opportunity does it look like um you know just a course purchase is it some coaching involved it just really depends so we're not a one size fits all it's ultimately you know we want to make sure we can help somebody first before we get into all the other stuff
1: i love what you said there just because again uh, i know we're going to probably have to have you back on and we can even dive into more on this stuff but with so much disruption it's more important than ever okay. that agents get into relationship right keep the, keep yep. the transaction, the, you know, the, the emotion invigorated and not make it so transactional, especially with all this disruption that's going on and getting people to know you, like you, trust you, it's key. YouTube is it is yes. right there, right? It is. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, and one thing that has resonated with me the most of this whole conversation, and there's just so much good stuff, is yeah. the fast track learning. That is such yeah. great advice for somebody who just wants to go all in on something, read several books,
1: watch a bunch of cool video content around it. And within a couple of months, you could darn near come across as a full on expert. And that resonated with me big time. So I think that's a wonderful advice. And anybody looking to go, you know, more deep into anything that, that would be, that's the way to do it. That'd be us, I'm, I'm gonna be doing that. I might, there I, you might go. I might need your coaching. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Well, Levi. Not only am I a fan, I'm a client.
0: I, I <laughs> think I, we are sold uh, for sure. Definitely, you're doing such cool things. I just want to say again, thank you so much yes, for being ma'am. here with us. We appreciate you. And uh, yeah, all y'all go out there and find Levi. Go to his YouTube channel, Living in Dallas. And then, what was that web address one more time?
2: It's therealagents.com, and that's R-E-E-L, like a movie reel. Therealagents.com. Awesome. awesome.
1: Loved having you on, Levi. We will have yes. to have you back. Again, thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank
2: Yeah, thank you, guys. guys. So good to see you again.